gross. You better not use that as an outtake or I will punch you in the face. You're listening to Swept Together, the story of a modern romance between two adventurers at home, at work, and on the road. We're your hosts, Christian and Annabelle. Join us as we explore the world and make our home together, wherever we end up. Because after all, home is... All About the Ask. Welcome to episode 47 of Swept Together, the show where we explore the intersection of relationships, travel, and business, and where we look for the secrets that make awesome relationships work well. Yeah, and today we are continuing our mini-series of conversations. We started way back in episode 44. Way back. Way back there. Um, where we talked about our differences in our personalities and how we kind of navigate through those differences. Um, in that episode, we talked about the differences between um, you being an introvert, me mm-hmm. being an extrovert, and how that all worked out. And in episode so far, 46... So <laughs> yeah. And in episode 46, we talked about our different love languages and... You know, how we, we both receive and give, I guess, love. Mm-hmm. I guess you also give love in the, usually, yeah. the that way. Yeah. Unless you're very cognizant about it, mm-hmm. about like giving love in the way that the other person receives it, which would right. be optimal. Right. And then if they do the same thing for you. And so today we are continuing that series, talking about our differences and how we work through those. If you'd like to catch the old episodes, including these previous two in our little mini-series, yeah. you can uh, head back into the archives on SwepTogether.com. And if you go to SwepTogether.com slash episode 47, you'll find show notes and share links for today's episode. Yeah, and if you are listening on iTunes or the podcast app on your iPhone, please rate us. And give us like a five star awesome review. Yeah, we love those. Yeah. <laughs> we recently got a re- new review on iTunes from Allie, who said, Inspiration for life goals. We met this lovely couple on Hurricane Hill, a trail in Olympic National Park. Her DePaul sweatshirt caught my eye as I was an 06 graduate. We chatted for a while about their transition to life on the road and immediately began listening to this podcast while in the car on our nine-week road trip. We were so inspired that we too have decided to ditch our tied-down lives in exchange for full-time RV living. We are beyond excited and we wonder if we would have reached this conclusion without the random meetup on the mountain. Smiley face. That's so awesome. This podcast has been super helpful in answering our newbie questions about life on the road. That is just like the dream right there. Yeah. We are so happy, Allie, that you reached out via review and said hi. Uh, That was such a serendipitous meeting. Yeah, really. And we're so glad to have you listening to the show. It's a good thing you were wearing your DePaul sweatshirt. It is a good thing. Or what? It was a sweatshirt, right? Yeah, it was like a little like workout. Right. Yeah, workout clothes. But Yeah, because I wasn't wearing my DePaul sweatshirt. Yeah, I need to get you one. Because I didn't go to DePaul. DePaul husband. (laughs) So uh, we're excited for you guys, and uh, we can't wait to run into you out on the road again. You know, we're really excited for this episode 
but more so because it's brought to you by Serac Hammocks. Yeah, we recently got one of their two-person hammocks. It's named the Sequoia because it's built for two people. Two people, and it's huge. Yeah, it's yeah. super wide, plenty of room right. for the two of us to hang out. But it's also super lightweight, and it's really easy to set up. It took us, I don't know, like less than a minute to set up. And I think it was because we didn't really read the instructions beforehand because I was, I just like tore into it and opened it. And I was like, look at this new hammock we got. Sweet. And then I think it took longer for us to figure it out because we didn't read the instructions. But then that also only took like one minute. Yeah, it was really, really easy to set up. They have like this carabiner um, system that you just put the straps around the tree and then you hook the carabiner into Mm -hmm. it and then bam, it's up. Like not messing with, you know, other kinds of straps. We really enjoy our Serac hammock and we think you will too. Yeah, and you can get your own Serac hammock by going to exploreserac.com. And Serac is spelled S-E-R-A-C. So exploreserac.com and then use the code SWEPT for $5 off any order of $25 or more. Sweet. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about an article that Christian shared with me early in our relationship. I can't find the exact article, but thanks to Google, we think it was from The Atlantic. We'll we'll link to it in the show notes. That sounds like some something I would have clicked on. Right. Because I think The Atlantic is a good... Yeah. I mean, the article was from 2010, which is before... We met, we right? Met. But I mean, I, I I just read it the other right the other year. The article in question <laughs> is called "Askers versus Guessers." Any guesses as to what it's about? <gasps> <gasps> oh my god! Um, <laughs> so this came up um, because obviously we had we had read this article like two years ago. Um, Was it really two years ago? I I mean maybe not. A full two years, but it was, I would say, like, fairly early on in our relationship. Um, so we were, like, getting to know each other, and I think you sent me that in that article kind of as, like, a, you know, starting point for a conversation. Yeah. Um, but recently, we were having a conversation that kind of brought this article back into the front of our minds, because we're currently in the middle of planning our wedding, which involves a lot of like co-decision making. And we were driving in the RV and talking about things as we normally do normally because do. we have hours and hours right. on the road. We have all this time, so we talk about all the things. And as we were driving, we were thinking about the wedding and Christian all of a sudden is like, hey, we should include this thing in the wedding. And I just started laughing because I was like, remember when I asked you about that like a month ago? ago? Yeah. And you were like, so Christian, when I asked him, uh, you know, the same, basically the same thing that he said, uh, he was like, well, I, you know, like he was kind of unsure, uncertain. And so I, I was kind of like, well, I guess that's a no. And I just dropped it and I didn't bring it up again. Um, but you said, what did you say to me? 
I I was just kind of like, I, I guess I hadn't really thought about it yet, and I didn't really have an opinion at that point in time. Right. And so I just kind of said, ah, oh, maybe, you know. Right. And it was kind of like a shrug off a little bit because maybe I just I wanted to maybe think about it or maybe think about other possibilities or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um the other options and then and then I honestly I just forgot <laughs> about it. In the uh and that I really just forgot about it. <laughs> really? Okay, I'm confessing. I just forgot about it. <laughs> When well, you asked me, it was probably, it probably went like this. It was probably like, you asked me this thing. And then I was like, I was diverted somewhere else. Maybe, I, maybe we were driving. I don't remember exactly what the circumstances was, but maybe I was thinking of something else and I didn't really have an answer for you at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, maybe it sounds like something I would say. And then I just forgot about it. Um, and then when we were driving just a few days ago in the car and you brought it up and then I was like, okay, remember when I asked you about it and you were like, not that into the idea. And then you were like, this is what you said. If it was really important to you, you should have asked again. That's what you said. And this is like, this conversation that we just had was like quintessential struggle between askers and guessers right well maybe we should talk about what an asker and a guesser yes what they are that sounds like a great idea so that okay so the the article from the atlantic basically says that an asker is essentially the person who's really not attached to the outcome of the request Mm -hmm. right and what i mean by that is when i let's for example i ask a question of you. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go out to dinner tonight? And if you say yes or no, I'm like, okay, we'll eat dinner at some point somewhere. <laughs> and it wasn't me asking because I wanted to get a yes, which is the other type of person where a guesser has already thought about it has come to the conclusion that we should definitely go out to dinner somewhere <laughs> and then asks in anticipation and hope that the other person will say yes mm-hmm. so that we can go out to dinner. Yep. Because they already in their mind thought we should go out to dinner. I'm going to ask, quote unquote, <laughs> with the hope or maybe anticipation that I'm going to say yes. Yeah. I think to the aspect of like maybe a guesser is more trying to like feel out the like social appropriateness of a situation. Can you give me an example? Another example other than the dinner example? Like that's more so that social appropriateness I guess aspect comes in more with like strangers than it does with um strangers than with somebody in like like for example, say we you know, we're here at a winery. We're parked in someone's yard right now. Right. We're Say, in South Dakota. In South Dakota. Sioux, no, not Susie. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And say we were just like, say we ran, instead of finding these people on the internet where they were advertising we could park, say we were just like, you know, we encountered this couple. We started having a conversation with them. They were like, oh, we have all this land. 
Oh, okay, And then yeah. you were like, hey, can we park on your lawn? Like, that is a question as an asker that is like, well, I mean, the worst that can happen is they say no. Right. But as a guesser, I'm much more like, is this socially appropriate for me to, like... When I don't you want, ask I don't want them to feel obligated that they have to say yes. But if they're like giving you signs like we have all this land, we have Right. uh it's level and it's definitely like RV sized. Right. And like we point, love having people over, right. and you then, know. So then at that point you would be I would be like, "Oh, well, you know, would you mind if we like you know, because you already had anticipated that right, they would say yes, like right. you were not going to get rejected. Or like, or like, for example, we're going to be staying in my aunt's driveway in a few weeks. Like I ask her, you know, oh, is it okay if we park in your driveway? You're already anticipating. Like, I'm, I'm your like, aunt kind is of, definitely going right. to, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, there's some people that like we're going to be in the same town as them, but I would never say like, hey, can I park? at your house unless they offered or like hinted right. that they you know first or whatever so there's there's kind of whereas an asker would be more inclined to just be like well i'll just ask and you know if they if they say yes then great if they say no then well that's okay too we'll find a place to park so i think that's kind of another dimension of askers and guessers but that's not so much in like a romantic relationship specifically yeah well i mean it's just a different way of looking at how people operate and it's that's and that's what we're going to be talking about today is just like how we operate differently and then how we navigate with that. Do right. you think sidebar? Do you think that that's where the notion of the always the answer is always no unless you ask? Do you think that an asker made that up? I think so. Because a guesser wouldn't make that up, right? Yeah, I, I don't. If the think answer so. is always no, unless you ask, a <laughs> guesser would never ask. Right, that's true. Unless the guesser was like, they're definitely going to say yes. I'm not going to get rejected, and it's not going to be embarrassing, and it's not going to be right. socially awkward for me to ask this question. So I'm going to go ahead and ask it. Right, and the guesser will usually like. For example, you obviously didn't pick up on this because you completely forgot. But I actually like brought up this topic of the wedding thing. Yeah, a few weeks later. We're not talking about getting married, guys. We're not talking We're about ta getting married. I brought this that was, topic this up. This was like a specific <laughs> decision we were making in regards to our wedding, and I brought it up with my sister and her boyfriend while we were cooking dinner. I brought up this issue that we hadn't made this decision yet, and I wasn't sure what we should do. And I kind of brought it up hoping that you would make some indication that you had thought about my suggestion. My, yeah. And that you had like, you know, maybe become more positively. So a guesser will like put feelers out uh -huh. and be like, I wonder what this person is thinking about this thing. Because this was like sort of. This is before you ask. Well, this in this case, this was after. Well, I know in this case, but what you're what you're referring to, you mean? I you're think it have... could, yeah, it could be either. Like a guesser will kind of put feelers out beforehand, beforehand, and be like, oh, you know, like for example, when we first started dating, when before we had made it official, you were like, how about? I was like, hey, so we our hang friends, out some more. I was like, our friends just had. 
a DTR. And, you know. Is that really what you said? <laughs> did you really put those feelers out? I did. I was curious to see, like, kind of where wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. This is Sarah and Oren. This is Sarah and Oren. And then they did the DTR. They, they kind DTR, of... for those not in the know, is define, define the, the relationship. relationship. If you haven't watched How I Met Your Mother, <laughs> there's a whole episode about defining the relationship, yeah. which is where I learned what DTR actually meant. Right. Where and, did you learn DTR? Uh, I don't know. It was just like something in the... Is that what you millennials came up with? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I quit. I quit the podcast. Um, so, yeah. So before, like about a week before we made it official that we were like officially dating, our friends, Sarah and Oren, had that conversation and like made it official. And so I like kind of brought it up as like, hey, our friends just like, you know, had this conversation and they just decided that, you know, they're going to they're gonna be in an official relationship. And I just like brought it up as kind of like a feeler to see like kind of where you were at. And if, you know, and then if, I mean, it kind of worked because then like a week later you were like, hey, I want this to be a, an official thing. And then I was like, sweet. I don't know if that was, if I maybe picked up on that. It doesn't sound like something I would have picked up on. Right. And that's It was the thing. probably something that was already in my mind and I was just waiting that to that's like one of the problems unleash my I guess, question between an <laughs> asker and a guesser those because obviously when i tried to subtly drop those hints about uh the wedding decision at dinner it went right over your head you didn't even yeah you didn't even process that that was what i was referring to did you no, I had no idea. No, I really honestly didn't even think about that that's what... Yeah, like, if you're going to ask a question of me, so this is the... Like, I would want you to just tell me or ask me what's what's going on as opposed to, like, putting those feelers out because I right. may not pick up on it or whatever. And might maybe that, that might be, like, a guy thing too. <laughs> maybe. Could be. Um, It could be. I don't know. But... I didn't pick up on it and, you know, it, this is probably a way to navigate that is just to ask me again, but not in implicit terms. Right. Like do it in explicit terms. Like maybe ask again, hey, do you remember that thing that I asked you about the other day? What do you think of that? Because, <laughs> you know, I think I do that to you. Yeah, you Don't do. I? Like you when do. I ask you something. And then you're like, I want to think about it. Or you just don't respond back. And then a few minutes later, I'm like, are you going to ask? Are you going to respond to what I asked? Do you know what I mean? Usually I'm like still really the other, it. like remember the other day when I was, when I was asking <laughs> yeah. you stuff and then we were driving, we were driving from, where were we? We were coming North from Dakota. Teddy. Yeah. We were coming from Teddy Roosevelt National Park on the way to Rapid City. And then I was asking you something. And then I I asked it, and then you didn't say anything. Sometimes I for, don't... For, like, a minute. Sometimes and I then don't I realize looked how long... Well, yeah, and then I looked over at you, and I was like, so are you just going <laughs> to ignore me, or are you going to answer the question, or what's going on? 
yeah, sometimes I, don't, I like I start thinking about things and then I don't realize how long it's been. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, that's but what I I'm think saying. The interesting thing about that, though, is like as a guesser, I feel you want to keep me guessing as to what you're saying. Yes. No, <laughs> like thinking when somebody. So, for example, a guesser will feel a lot of pressure to say yes when a request is made. So, like, if you ask me, you know, hey, do you want to get Thai food tonight? I may not want Thai food, but I feel pressure to say yes because I feel like as a guesser, when I say, hey, do you want to get Thai food tonight? It means because it means that I want to get Thai food and I just want, like, confirmation from you. Right. Whereas you're like, I don't know, Thai food would be okay, so how about Thai food? And I feel pressure then to say yes, especially if there's like a repeated question. Like what? Like well, when I ask it again? Right. So like what you were just saying, when you when you asked me a question and then you just asked me the question again. Uh, I could see where you would think that I, I'm, I'm really insistent. Because if I ask the question a second time or, or whatever, or a third time you might think of that as being insistent on going out to Thai food. Right. But that's not really what I want. No, I mean, I, know. I just want an answer. I, I, yeah. And that's that's the thing is that like... Like yes or no. Or we could go to Carl's Jr. That's fine. For us to know this about each other because it's become easier for me to say no because I know that you're not necessarily going to be like crushed by the outcome. You know, like, you're not going to take it personally in most, for most questions. You're not going to take it personally if I say no or if I disagree with you. Right, because it's not like I always operate this way. You know, like, just throwing out questions and then having no, no, um... Attachment to the No outcome. attachment, yeah, to the outcome. I mean, sometimes I'll do the guessing, the guesser method... I guess I don't I don't think I can re recall a time recently that I have done that. So maybe, maybe it's just very few and far when between. Maybe you proposed. When I proposed? Yeah. I mean, I was hoping you'd say yes. <laughs> I would say you could, I was attached to the outcome. Uh, yeah, I would say you could probably be have been reasonably certain that I would say yes. Right. <laughs> but that's like a special that's a special scenario. Right. Um but yeah, like when you ask me a question, I'm I hear it as a guesser that you're wanting like a positive response. When actually I as you're an just asker, you're just asking. Yeah. Because yes you're like, or no. well, you know, I mean, either way. And um for I mean, I guess that's going to be for just, you know, mundane kind of things like dinner but if i'm gonna be like hey do you want to have kids <laughs> i mean not like right now <laughs> but that's gonna be something that's more i don't know along the lines of the guesser approach right that's yeah that's like a different level of of seriousness i guess but yeah it's interesting that you would say like oh well, just ask you know ask me again keep asking me about it because, yeah, I would, like, once I get a no, 
Especially if I'm like hoping for or expecting a but yes. I didn't say no. Well, but that's the thing is that like you were like, you were like, uh, uh, and to me that was like enough of a like. I, I was just, uh, because I hadn't <laughs> thought about it. Because I mean, it wasn't like, a, you know, what do you want for dinner, Thai food or Indian food? That wasn't a decision. That wasn't the same kind of decision. Right. It wasn't a mundane decision. It was, you know, a pretty relevant or significant decision. Right. I guess maybe I should have communicated that more rather than grunting. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely something that I have to, you know, be aware of is that like if you respond negatively to a question. Well, you know me. I would say no if I didn't want to do something. Right. You know what but I mean? But like as a, as a guesser, if, or I'm, I would make it if very I'm expecting clear. you to say yes... And then you say no or say, eh, that feels like a no. And that because like I'm I wait to ask until I think I have a reasonable chance of, of getting a yes. How how many times do you would you say out of all of the questions you ask me, would you say you ask in anticipation of a yes? Like, are you saying like all of your questions are like that? I would say probably a majority. Okay. So I don't know what percentage of mine is. Um, I, I mean, I would probably say the majority. If we're only saying like over 51%. I would say probably over 75%. Okay. So every time you're asking me, more likely than not... You're asking because you already anticipate me saying yes or want to. Or I'm hoping. Want a positive outcome. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, then I have to keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because usually I like. Well, and then this is only for like binary kind of questions, right? Right. Like yes or no. Right. Or whatever. But if it's like, what do you want to eat tonight? That's an open-ended question. That's an open-ended, yeah. So that's not sure. something that, that I necessarily need a unless you were like what do you want to eat tonight does thai food sound good to you yeah if we're gonna keep using this going out to dinner yeah exactly <laughs> i mean it's a pretty good discussion example right i mean we have it every night well sometimes not but okay so from now on <laughs> i will if a question arises that is more or less like yes or no or, you know, driving towards some specific outcome, then I'll know that 75% of the time you're already, you've already thought it through and then are just hoping that I will confirm or go along with that plan. Right. I mean, not to say you have to like be a yes man because that's not necessarily like what a guesser needs um but yeah right. well i mean I if i don't want something like then I'm, the, obviously i'm gonna say no right but like the question about um you know our wedding like i asked that question because it mattered to me and i had an like i had an opinion strong enough to to ask 
Well, then why don't you just say, I think we should do this? <laughs> What's that? What? Why? Why would it be? I mean, if it if your matter your opinion of it was already that strong, or you're convicted already of the outcome, then is it outside the realm of possibility for you to just say, "I would like to do this"? It's not. And then period, and then that would indicate to me, <laughs> in no uncertain terms, what you would <laughs> like to do. Yeah, I mean, I definitely need to be better about that. Um, I I think my, like, desire to avoid conflict definitely plays into my, like, tendencies to be a guesser. Right. Um, you know, I don't like hearing no, and so I'd rather just not ask if I think it's going to be something controversial. <laughs> well, then why... But why is that controversial, though? Because, I mean, it's just a... It's a question, and then you ask it, and then if it's a no, that doesn't mean I hate you <laughs> or, like, that it's I think true. any less of you in that way. You know, I mean, we can even extend this to, like, a, a business proposal, for example. Mm -hmm. If you have a client and then you say... I will do this work for this much money, right? Mm -hmm. And if they say no to you, then, I mean, it's not like a, a judgment of who you are as a person and how, you know, like, it's not necessarily that. It might just be it's out of the budget. And that's, right. a, that's, that's not something you can control. Their budget is not something you can control. That's true. So, I mean, I guess that's why, uh, that's how I look at, you know, asking mm -hmm. questions. It's just like, uh, it's nothing, a judgment on, do you see it, do you see it as a judgment on you? I do, yeah. Like if they, I mean, I, I if try somebody not reacts to. negatively. I not try reacts, not to, but. but yes, I definitely see. Um, see it as an, a judgment on your part. Mm-hmm. On like who you are. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's definitely like a struggle that I am aware of. And so I try to, you know, I try to temper that and be aware of it. Um, especially when I know I'm interacting with somebody who's an asker. Well, I mean, if it's, if it's something that, you know, if I ask something of you and then you say no, I mean, either I'm just going to ask it again at some point in the future, <laughs> hoping it'll turn to yes, but... <laughs> but if not and then it's like oh whatever it's not a big deal so what do you think your biggest takeaway is in how like we could navigate this um, um difference i think it's well it's helpful that you said that 75 percent <laughs> or like just the majority of the time you're you're asking hoping to get a positive outcome so then now if i know that then i will at least you know pay more attention to it as opposed to just you know kind of file it back there and then come back to it later but only to forget <laughs> and then you ask again in a you know it's a more more implied way that'll probably just go over my head <laughs> well that's good to know that i i mean i definitely know that like you know my my takeaway i guess as a guesser 
is that I need to be more direct with saying, hey, this is important to me. What do you think? Um, And maybe being more outright with my questions in the first place than trying to hope you catch on to what's important to me. Because I'm not judging you. Or I wouldn't judge you for, you know, asking a question. (laughs) I mean, I would judge you if you asked me, like, what do you think about kicking dead puppies? (laughs) That would suck. I would never ask you (laughs) I would also not hope for a positive response. (laughs) No, we should not. I love kicking dead puppies. Right. Wow, that's a sound bite that'll come back to bite me in the butt if I ever run for president. Never running for president. That's, I guess that's the biggest takeaway that I I can see is just to be more aware of what it is that you're asking of me, knowing that you've already kind of thought about it in your head. (laughs) Whereas I just like shotgun questions, like, right, and I'm like, oh. I mean, you know, it's just like gathering data Yeah. at that point. Yeah. Well, I think that even though we have different styles of making requests, we can agree that there's one particular question that we love asking each other every day. What's that? Do you want to do the sweep up? Yeah. What made oh, you- good. I was hoping you'd have a positive response. <laughs> What made you feel loved today? Mm. It made me feel loved that this morning when I was like really tired and still out of it and trying to process, we overslept our alarm and uh, we had to get on the road. And so we just kind of like frantically threw everything, you know, got everything together to be able to hit the road. And I was kind of, like, frazzled and stressed because I was still, like, half asleep. And um, it made me feel really loved that you um, you were just really, like, calm about everything and just, like, you know, we had, like, I had a bit of a misunderstanding about what was happening and you were just very, like, babe, I'm always going to tell you what's going on. Like, I'm not going to, like, leave you in the dark. And it just made me feel really loved that you were, like, really, like, diffused and, like, helped me to chill out because I was still, like, waking up. And sometimes when I don't have a chance to wake up, I get a little little cranky. (laughs) And uh, it just made me feel really loved. You're welcome, babe. What made you feel loved today? Mm, well, I've, like an hour ago, we were outside and we're here in Sioux Falls at a vineyard slash family farm. And it's a super cute, you know, place. It's like old timey and it's got antique little farm equipment, you know, scattered throughout. And I just wanted to go outside and take some pictures and, you know. And it's cold, surprisingly, in South Dakota <laughs> in the summer. And, you know... Yeah, or at least this weekend. Yeah, this, this weekend. Week. But you still got out with me, walked around, <laughs> looked at the 
the grapes and took pictures and all of that. And you just kind of humored me. We <laughs> ran into cows that were just definitely mad dogging us. They definitely were. They were mad cowing us. <laughs> they were really pissed off looking. Like, what are you guys doing here? They, but you still, yeah. you know, hung out with me and the cows mm-hmm. for a little while, even though it was cold. <laughs> I knew you were cold. But it made me feel loved that you, you know, walked around and took pictures with me and looked at the interesting farm stuff yeah. around here. Of course, babe. How about those of you out there who are listening to the episode today? What made you feel loved? Yeah, tell us. Um, go over to our show notes, um, swepttogether.com slash episode 47, and let us know. Are you an asker or a guesser? I'm asking you to tell us <laughs> on our show notes. Yeah. What are you? Can you tell us? <laughs> and if you enjoy this show, if you got something out of it, Share us with your friends, your family, your significant other, your business partner, anybody that you have a relationship with and interact with. Um, tell them to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, whatever you know listening service they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can also find us on social media. We are everywhere at Swept Together. So we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're mostly on Instagram. That's like where we hang out most of the time. Um, at Swept Together. And don't forget to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. Yeah. So we hope that you got a little bit out of the show today because, you know, I, I really didn't know what an ask or a guesser was until I, I read this article and I was like blown away. And I was <laughs> like, whoa, we, we need to talk about this. Yeah. Because I had no idea there was such a thing as asker and guesser, but it totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially in our case because we are... One of us is one of them. Yeah. And the other is the because other. Because we're different. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's led to, you know, obviously some hilarious miscommunication. <laughs> but, you know, it could have been not hilarious. Right. And For sure. that would have sucked. And so this is just what we're, you know, we hope that we learn from this and hope that you learn from it too. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening in this week. We really appreciate your support, your comments, your um, likes on just social all of your media. interaction with us online. Um, we just feel really lucky and uh, think you guys are just the best. Yeah, until next week, we love you guys. Love you guys. What do you want to say? What do you want to name this thing? Home is a guessing game. Guess where we're at? An ask or a guess. Guessing and asking. Asking and guessing. Ask it and guess it. All in the ask? Oh, hold on. Go.
Welcome to episode... 47. Why are you... <laughs> I looked over there and saw you judging me. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start again. Welcome to episode 47 <laughs> I would judge you if you asked me, like, what do you think about kicking dead puppies? Wow, that's a sound bite that'll come back to bite me in the butt if I ever run for president. Do 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 do